Hello, and welcome back to Sass Stories and Sarcasm. This is episode 23. I'm your host, Brian, and I'm with Mary. And yeah, this week is daylight savings time, so Brian, in case you're really behind the eight ball, it's an hour earlier than you think it is. Hopefully all of your electronics automatically change themselves, but just in case, Mm -hmm. with my extra hour, I slept. Uh, yeah, me too. Uh, is, is Do we actually gain the hour or yes. is, do we lose the hour? I we, forget. We gained an hour. So this morning at 2 a.m., it went back to being 1 a.m. Gotcha. So today, okay. oh, Sunday, yeah, was actually a 25-hour day. Anyways, wow. for this week's episode, we'll be talking about um, Gonzaga basketball. The season started with our first exhibition game this past week, and so... We're off to a good start. And then the second segment will be about um, hydrocephalus advancements, actually. And so that's pretty exciting. Um, Brian, what happened to you this week? Well, there uh, wasn't much notable things that happened to me this week. Uh, this Friday, I did go to Red Robin. So <laughs> that's I, exciting. I usually, it, it was exciting. I usually don't go out to eat food, but I went to Red Robin and uh you know everyone knows they're known for their endless fries mm-hmm. of course uh by the time i was done with my fries? burger no i i felt bad i didn't i didn't take advantage of it by the time oh. i was done with my burger and my first set of fries that came with the burger i was already full well you so also got like, a milkshake you told me a monster yeah, that's milkshake. true i got a monster milkshake so that's basically the milkshake plus the extra uh extra milkshake that mm-hmm. they have left over so it was a lot of food but uh yeah no extra fries but that's okay it was it was delicious and uh probably not that nutritious but it was delicious <laughs> that's okay and uh let's see what else is happening this week uh well this is for next week i have a public service announcement election day is tuesday november 6th yep. so if uh anyone's active in politics or cares about the future (laughs) one way or another uh go out and vote uh you have to register to vote and uh it's that deadline may or may not have been passed some days some some states you can register during the election days some you cannot so i'd check your uh your state yeah in washington they make it really easy you can vote from your couch they just and the postage is already paid, so you can just stick it in in a mailbox, and it's really easy. Oh, that's great! Yeah, um, for me, I went to the UW football game yesterday with my parents and Hannah, my friend from Gonzaga. Um, it was a crazy game. It got pretty cold. It was pouring down rain, but luckily we were undercover. They gave out free hats. And so, free beanies. And so, that was pretty awesome. And, Yay. Yeah. Free clothes is always good. <laughs> yeah. And, and it was, uh, again, we played Stanford. And oh, okay. They're probably good, aren't they? Or was it a close game? It ended up being a close game. We were up 21 to 0 for, you know, the first part of it. But then by the fourth quarter, it got to be, like, really close. And I was seeing the game slip away. But before Uh-oh. we get to that... Um, at halftime, we were getting a little chilly, and so my mom, um, Hannah, and I went to go search out some hot chocolate while well, my dad continued watching the game and stuff on the screen. Um, 
and it was really cold and we got in the line and they ran out of hot chocolate at the first spot that we went to. So then oh. <laughs> and it, we were really cold and it was raining in the area where we were at during halftime. So we went to a different line and we got the last four cups of hot chocolate from that station. So Th- thank there goodness. you go. <laughs> we had to pay $5.50 per hot chocolate, but you know what? We had to do it. <laughs> yeah, you got to do what you got to do to stay warm. Yeah. That's actually not the worst it's pricing. Expensive. Well, you, I mean, your cup of coffee is like, what, $3, maybe $4? Well, five fifty is more than that, but yeah. That is true. <laughs> but yeah, so then um, we went back and watched the second half, and like I said, it got to be a close game, but the Huskies pulled it out, and we got the W. Um, there you go. They have two more conference games, so um, the next one's away, but then the week after, um, the day after Thanksgiving, is the Apple Cup playing Wazoo, so that should be a, it's always an exciting game. And then the other exciting thing that happened to me this week is on Wednesday or Thursday, I was reading about how Starbucks is was launching their, um, you know, classic holiday cup on Friday, November 2nd. And for anyone who went on Friday and ordered a holiday drink could get a free reusable um, cup. So that was pretty awesome. I went and got one of those. And then if uh, you use what, it... What kind of cup is it? Is like it a like plastic, plastic? A plastic okay. reusable cup. Okay, okay. And if you use it um, after 2 p.m. from now until January 7th, then you get 50 cents off your drink. Okay. So, so that's pretty awesome. And if you didn't get one, because I know I was reading lots of stores ran out of the free ones, you also can buy them for $2.50, which is really cheap for a reusable cup. So I'd say if you go to Starbucks, you know, more than five times in the next two months, it'd be a good it investment. It pays for itself. Yeah, yeah, a good investment to just get one of those cups. And yeah, the holiday season is upon us. And Zag season is upon us. So, yes, yes. Can't wait for this episode. Okay, so for our first segment, we are going to be doing a little Gonzaga basketball update, and we have some bad news. Uh, one of our forwards, Tilly, he uh, he's going to be out for eight weeks. He does not have a bruise. He's not just merely sort of hurt. He actually injured his ankle, and uh, yeah, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, he's out for eight weeks really is annoying because I feel like at the end of last season he had some sort of bruise or injury and so he wasn't able to play in the last game of last season yeah he was he was unable to play in the NCAA tournament yeah and I I I personally judged him on that because his injury was like a bruise and nothing was actually strained or broken but this time around uh, I think he actually did strain his ankle so I guess you he gets to sit out. And now and eight weeks here we is are a long again. time. I know that's like I think by the time he's back we'll be in um conference play. Conference play, play. yeah. So yeah. he's gonna miss out on a bunch of games, which sucks for us because honestly a lot of people a lot of the players this year are new or very young. 
And so she yeah. was kind of like our leader. Yeah, veteran. Yeah. Yeah, so. and uh, yeah, so that's two months. She's going to miss uh, the little Maui Invitational Tournament, and hopefully we'll still be able to do well there. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Gonzaga basketball news, we played our first exhibition game. It was against Central Washington. Now, they're not the greatest school out there. They're a Division two school. But it was a good warm-up game for us. No we offense them, to Brian. Central. We killed them. <laughs> no, Tell... Yeah, we did kill them. Sorry but... to any of those uh, Wildcats out there. We killed you guys. 108-69. to 69. I was listening to the game online because I, I didn't get the game on the TV. So I was listening to like the first half, and then I was like, okay, we're up by so many points. I don't need to listen anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was I was following the game also, and uh, some notable stats about the game was that Brewery and Brandon Clark, who is I guess one of the previous redshirted yeah redshirted forwards, he's he's playing now. They got forty one points combined, mm-hmm. and they went eighteen for twenty two at the free throw line. Mm-hmm. So that's a pretty good percentage you want from uh, your forwards. Usually, it's the forwards that have the worst free throw percentage, but that was pretty good for them, 18 for 22. Um, but overall, the team uh, only went 29 for 46. So maybe they need to work on that a little bit. Mark Few, I'm sure, will whip them into shape by the time the, the season starts. The next game is on Tuesday, November 6th. That's against Idaho State. That's good. And so we're off to a good start for the season. I'm playing some more local teams before we... Again, like you said, go out to Maui to play um, during Thanksgiving. Remember what happened last time we played in the Maui Invitational? Um, they kept showing Shemit Karnowski, you know, our big, um, the Polish hammer. He's not on the team anymore, but um, they kept showing him going down water slides between the ad breaks. Remember that? Oh, yes. And, the, and then apparently he got himself hurt. <laughs> yeah, that's when he hurt his back. That was our senior year. Yeah. Or maybe it was our junior year. That was our junior year four years ago. Yeah, it was at the is it yeah it, and uh, yeah that's not the greatest way to hurt yourself and uh, yeah. Well, I'm really excited for Gonzaga basketball. Like I always say, every time we talk about it, but it's really unfortunate that uh, Killian Tilly hurt himself again. But let's just hope that he takes it easy and he's ready for conference play because we'll need him later in the season. Yeah, These hopefully he. First few games, I think we'll be fine, but you know, as time goes on, it's more essential that he's healthy. Exactly. Go Zags. For our next segment, we're going to talk about something that doesn't really happen that often. Um, there's been a new article out about an advancement in hydrocephalus research, which like, just doesn't happen very often. Um, for those of you who don't know, I've talked about this in other podcast episodes, but I have a medical condition called hydrocephalus um, where fluid doesn't drain from my brain properly, so I have a tube called a shunt um, in my brain to help it um, drain, and the only way... There's no cure for hydrocephalus. The only treatment is this shunt, and you have to have brain surgery in order to put it in. And I've had 10 brain surgeries in my 25 years. 
And so anyways, this week I was looking online and I stumbled across this article um, from Northwestern University. And there's a new wireless Band-Aid-like sensor um, that could revolutionize the way patients manage hydrocephalus and potentially save the U.S. healthcare system millions of dollars. Uh, shunts have a nearly 100% failure rate over 10 years, and about 50% of shunts fail within two to four years also. Um, and diagnosing shunt failure is really difficult for me Basically, the only way that they can tell for sure if my shunt is broken is when I'm on the in the operating room. Um, and more than a million Americans live with shunts, and it's really, you know, scary. You don't actually know when it's gonna break, or you, and it's so hard to tell if it's broken or not. Um, yeah. So you're basically just going by how you feel about the situation. Yeah. And so this new groundbreaking sensor. Um, was developed at Northwestern, and and it can prove it could improve the quality of life for everyone in um, everyone with hydrocephalus, which is almost a million people in the U.S. alone. And the new sensor allows patients to determine within five minutes of placing it on their skin if fluid was flowing through their shunt. The soft and flexible sensor uses measurements of temperature and heat transfer to non-invasively tell if and how much fluid is flowing through. And so basically what I'm reading from this article is you could go to the clinic and get this sensor um, and put it on your skin while you're waiting for your appointment. And then by the time you're ready to see a doctor, you would know if your shunt is working um, or not. Right now it's only been tested on five people, but I mean, this is pretty cool. That that is pretty cool. So it's basically, uh, the, I guess the key point is that you don't have to go through surgery specifically to figure this out. Mm-hmm. You you basically uh, it just uh, can tell if your shunt's working or not without actually going on the operating table. Yeah. So you just like have like this looks like a little band aid type of thing. The little video that they have on the website, it's very flexible, and you just put it on your skin. Um, because your shunt runs through your head, through your neck, and into my abdomen. And so um, you in the picture, the person has it on their neck, and then you can um, tell if your shunt is blocked or not. Uh, bef- other ways that people can sometimes tell if their shunt is not working is a shuntogram, which is when they inject fluid into your brain in the hospital, and um, they inject dye. Actually, and then um, they have to watch it go through your entire system. You have to, like, lay on your side for a while. For me, this doesn't seem to work. It's never shown anything, and so, um, and it's really invasive, and it can lead to infection. And so, this seems super uninvasive and easy. Yeah, that's, that's definitely an upgrade. Yeah, and you don't have to, you know, do an MRI or anything either. I mean, maybe in addition. Yeah. But yeah, this would be awesome. And it's just yeah, really well, cool because there's not really that many advancements in hydrocephalus research. It doesn't seem like, I mean, there's people are always working on stuff, but it's very, it's far and few between when you actually hear about things happening. Yeah, this is, this is some, a solid uh, research and looks like you'll get a, a viable uh, 
a product that could help uh, millions of people. Mm-hmm. So basically yeah. it says um, it's like a Band-Aid that talks to a cell phone. And so you'd be able it's a Bluetooth enabled. So you'd be able to use it on your smartphone or, you know, some, something and deliver the readings um, to see if the shunt is working. Oh, wow. That's that's really cool. And it so, uses tiny amounts of thermal power to uh, see if the fluid is running through. That's great. So I, I wonder if this does uh, hit the market, uh, people will be able to buy it for themselves or it'll just be in hospitals. Well, if it's like a Band-Aid, like maybe each patient should be able to carry it around with them. I mean, maybe eventually. Like I said, it's only been tested on five people so far, so I think they have right. a ways to go. But probably the next step, when you know test on more people and then like i said have it available in clinics and hospitals and so people could do it while they're at the hospital but it definitely would be nice to know um if my shunt is working or not because like i've had a headache for like about over a month now month straight and i you know you just don't know if it's my shunt or not and i'm able to like live through the headache like i can do everything pretty much normally but it's always just like the fear of no, like not knowing if it's my shunt or. Yeah, it'll give you a peace of mind. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So that's pretty exciting. I was pretty excited to read about it because, like I said, you pretty much never read about hydrocephalus research. Um, yeah. Yeah. Wrapping up, remember to subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts spotify or the google play music store so new episodes will be available on your phone as soon as you release new content today's episode is brought to you by audible audible has an unmatched selection of audiobooks with titles from every genre audible titles play on nearly any device and allows you to listen to your favorite audiobook anytime anywhere you can even switch between devices and it will play from where you left off sass stories and sarcasm listeners can get a free 30-day membership trial that includes one audiobook of your choice. Just go to audibletrial.com slash SSS podcast to start your trial and choose your book today. And be sure to leave us a review on iTunes and we'll give you a special shout out on the next podcast episode. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash sassstorysarcasm and on Instagram at sassstorysarcasm. And then also, Brian doesn't even know this part, but we're going to have some sort of giveaway. I don't know the details yet coming up in the next uh, few episodes. So be sure to listen for I did not know that part. Yes. (laughs) So be sure to listen and you'll hear all the details about that in the next few weeks. Thanks for listening. And uh, yep, thanks.